Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Please subscribe by clicking the link in the description, and then you get access to all the bonus episodes, like my most recent one about sibling rivalry and how to deal with it. So today what we are going to be talking about is something else related to children, and that is this radical idea, radical only um, in this recent era, that your husband um, is allowed to treat the kids differently than you treat them. So he's even allowed to have his own personality. So I know some of you have to sit down because this is radical. This is radical information. But I mean, you know, I I joke, but honestly, I get a lot of couples in counseling where it's like everybody drank the Kool-Aid that the woman knows better than the man how the man should treat the kids. It's the strangest thing. So the woman is certainly allowed to choose how she treats the children. But I'm not talking about... um, times where the man is like beating the child it's nothing like that's nothing abusive it's nothing neglectful it's that he has a different tone of voice or maybe he has different standards or different expectations usually erring on the side of harsher sometimes he even yells oh my god um and the in reality People, nobody believes that a child should be exposed to literally one kind of personality. If you were asked this on a multiple choice question uh, quiz, you would not say, yes, it is best for my child's developing brain and personality and learning about how to be in the world that they should only be exposed to one sort of personality ever and it should be mine. I mean, that sounds crazy, right? So you would know to check off false, right, on a test. But then a lot of the more hypervigilant, overly anxious parents of today, especially mothers, uh, believe that everybody should act just like they do with the child. And the kicker is that they're usually overly anxious and overly soft on the child. So they are usually more of what we describe as the helicopter parent. And then they believe that anybody who is not a helicopter parent needs to be... um, Uh, immediately reprimanded and that the child should be taken out of the potentially abusive, um, you know, purview of whoever this person is, whether this is a teacher, camp counselor, or in fact, the child's father. And a lot of this is born from good intentions. So a lot of the most anxious parents were themselves neglected or abused in some way. And um, if, for example, you're a child who grows up and your father is allowed to run completely roughshod over you and your mother and the other kids, and he uh, has horrible anger issues, maybe drinking issues, and you get hit and smacked and you get screamed at and cursed at, then you're going to be very hypervigilant to the idea of your child ever being um, mistreated. 
So if that happened to you, then you will see any time that your child is mistreated, but you're also going to get a lot of false positives. So there's times where somebody's just annoyed with your child and you're going to think of it as uh, verbally abusive or somehow harmful. So I will trust that most people listening to this could tell if a gun was to their head, what is abusive and what is not. Because here's the funny thing about this, you know, is people know. I tell them all in the first session, right? Uh, If you tell me about any child abuse, I have to report it because I'm a mandated reporter. And they say yes. And then they go on to tell me about all this terrible shit that their husband does. <laughs> so nobody thinks it's abusive. It's definitely not abusive because they know I'm not reporting it. They're not telling me to report it. It's not abusive. It's not neglectful. What it is, is it bothers them because, and this is what they don't say, it triggers their own issues from their own upbringing. So uh, personally, I heard a lot of yelling growing up and I hate um, male yelling because of that. You know, of course, I also deal with it a lot in couples counseling where men do get loud sometimes. And in that domain, it doesn't trigger me as much. Triggers me when I hear a man yelling at a child in particular, right? Although it's not great either of them. But as many of my fellow therapists know, whatever we dealt with, you know, is kind of what we're familiar with. We could be very good at dealing with it and understanding it. But for me, so I'm taking me personally, so the idea of a man who's out of control, temper out of control, is definitely triggering. So if I wasn't going to explore it, then any time that anybody ever raised their voice at my kid, I may get activated, you know, and think that they're in a situation where they need immediate protection. So Right. So I understand this is my point. I definitely understand why this would happen. It comes from good intentions. But if you try deeply to think about why it activates you so much, it's usually going to come back to you because these same women usually when I when they say, for example, oh, my husband went into my kid's room and it was a mess. And he said, oh, my God, it's a pigsty in here. And so I told him, you know, you can never, ever speak to her like that again. And the man is, is like, you know, mourning. He's like, oh, yes, I know, I know. I did something so terrible. Why? Why did he do something so terrible? I don't understand. So if she leaves her room like a pigsty, right, why can nobody say that is the word? You're not saying the girl is 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 a pig or a pigsty herself. You're saying the room looks terrible. So this is a normal sort of Uh, annoyed response. The room looks like a pigsty in a raised voice. I mean, uh, it's not like, you know, the best. um, The man's probably not super proud of losing his temper. But did this really harm the kid? Usually not within the context of a loving relationship with the father. This usually doesn't really do anything except say, maybe I should clean my room more. Really annoys dad. And some people get more annoyed. This would not be articulated, but this is something a child learns. Some people get really annoyed by me not doing what I say I'm going to do. I said I was going to clean up my room. He told me to clean up my room. I didn't. So that really bothers people. And everybody doesn't respond in the way that mom does, where then she says, oh, well, I guess, you know, I guess you'll do it tomorrow, maybe, honey. You know, and I guess other people say this room's a pigsty. Okay, there are different personality types in the world. Got it. I didn't die when dad said that to me. Maybe it even motivated me. Who knows? 
And so the child can learn that there's different personality types, but not if both parents are deciding that the mother's personality type is the only one that's ever allowed to be around the kids and that the father's best chance at having a happy marriage is to emulate the mother as much as he can. You can imagine, by the way, what this does for the sex life, for the mother to have a mirror image of herself trying to be as feminine as possible in dealing with the child. Because it, 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 it kills the sex life, in case anybody uh, doubted it, because you want an assertive, proactive man. If you're a heterosexual woman, usually you want more of a dynamic, proactive man. And sometimes that goes along with being more aggressive, like all the time. So that's why men play sports like rugby or something, you know, or or anything really. Testosterone leads to more aggression. Men are more aggressive. That's like how it goes. So a man can be both more aggressive, but also not harmful, not abusive in any sense, and can show a child what another personality type is like. That of like, a man who gets mad sometimes or who doesn't have a lot of patience. So many men remember their fathers as like no-nonsense types and they respect their fathers for that. But there's really very little no-nonsense that is uh, allowed in the current day and parenting climate by men. Because as soon as it gets more strict or a little bit more rough, the woman usually jumps in and says that this is going to somehow uh, deeply hurt the kid. And because most men see their wives reading parenting books like, you know, 30 hours out of the day, they, they defer. They also don't want their wife to hate them, you know, so they will defer and they'll say, well, I guess she knows more than me. I guess everything about my personality is wrong. And I guess I should just kind of try to emulate whatever she does. So if a man does this, he may get along better with his wife. He's certainly not going to get laid anymore because he is, of course, then just acting um, in a more, um, you know, uh, boring, softer kind of way that's the exact opposite of what women tend to want in a man. But um, what he is going to do is he's going to avoid a fight. But what the child, what happens to the child is that the child sees that there's only one personality type allowed. The person has to be very, very soft and gentle and deferential to me. Otherwise, I might get hurt. Because obviously, when dad came in and raised his voice, and I'm not saying it's wonderful to yell at your kids. Certainly not. But sometimes it happens. Sometimes you raise your voice at your kids. This is normal. Any parent knows that this is normal, right? And it, within the context, again, of a loving relationship, this is fine. Again, this isn't screaming, cursing, berating, certainly nothing physical with your kids. This is, I've seen this happen when a parent just literally raises his voice, gets reprimanded. Um... And what happens then is that the child learns that they're very fragile. And this is why I also link in the description of this post to the stop compulsively validating your child's every, you know, emotion, right? Children, when they learn they're very fragile, then they can't really deal with the world. <laughs> Definitionally, they are too fragile. So what happens when a coach raises their voice, you know, and says, come on, get your head in the game. 
what like then what happens this was already something that may have happened at home that their dad got really yelled at for you know so they may start to cry they may feel that the whole sport is not for them they may take it very personally that the coach is extremely mean same thing happens with a teacher same thing with a friend you know if you're playing dodgeball and like somebody screams at you on the other team don't you want the kid to be used to that like sometimes you know people yell at me (laughs) you know sometimes people yell it could mean many things it could mean they're impatient it could mean they're uh feel disappointed it could mean that they themselves are having a bad day you know so it's interesting because It used to be more the case that parents were allowed to have different personalities, but that did not mean that you couldn't explain a personality to a kid who is more sensitive. So, for example, if, like, let's say dad comes in in the example and says, your room's a pigsty, right? And then the kid goes to the mom and says, daddy yelled at me. Oh, all right, so now what would happen? Usually then the, without passing go collecting $200, the woman goes right to the man, usually in front of the kid, why not, uh, really drive home that the child is more important than the husband and says, I can't believe that you would yell at her and say uh, a pigsty. Like that is really not appropriate. I really suggest that you would apologize to her right now. And the man uh, is like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, why? Is he really sorry? Like, maybe he does feel sorry in that moment, but how could he know when he's being treated like a child and really kind of um, disrespected? So this is not ideal. What would be better if you want to try something new? So your husband comes in and says, the room is a pigsty. Your kid comes to you and says, daddy yelled at me. You say, I didn't really hear him yell at you that bad. I think he just said your room is a pigsty. I mean, let's look around. You know, looks looks like a mess to me, too. So he did tell you to clean it. So why don't you try to clean it and then see what he thinks? And then if the kid is like, but my feelings are hurt, then you say, I'm sorry that your feelings are hurt. You know, but dad has a point. Dad loves you. Remember just yesterday, dad took you to ice cream, did all that cool stuff with you. Well, you know, today is a different day and maybe you need to. Do your do what he tells you to do if you would like him to be happier with how your room looks. So why don't you try to clean it? That would be explaining. Hey, look, dad's a person who loves you. Dad's also a person who gets impatient with your room. So why don't you try to fix this problem? So that way, like fast forward then. So that child, let's say, is eight years old. So let's fast forward 10 years. Child is at his first uh, summer internship. And he says, The boss uh, told me that my PowerPoint was trash. So what are you going to say? Why don't you quit? Quit, quit, and I'll give you money for the whole summer. I'll give you gas money. I'll give you everything. No, hopefully not. What you would say is, oh, was your PowerPoint garbage? (laughs) You know, like, how was your PowerPoint? You can send it to me. I'll look at your PowerPoint. Sounds like your boss was having either a bad day or your PowerPoint was so bad that it gave him a bad day. So let's try to look at it. We want to keep a really matter-of-fact tone with our children about the idea of people having different personalities. Now, this it's a common thing among anxious people to feel like you're setting some sort of a precedent such that if you say, if, if you're cool with one thing, then you got to be cool with everything. So let me explain so that an anxious person might feel like if they kind of... Um, minimize uh, the the boss saying your PowerPoint looked like trash, then the child will be okay if the boss 
uh, sexually harasses them or, you know, um, I don't know, punches them in the face. <laughs> this is not true. You know, what you are trying to do is not minimize. It's to normalize the idea that people can have responses that you don't like. And frequently it takes two to tango and maybe your PowerPoint was crap. Now, if they keep, if they email you something that's like world's best PowerPoint, right, then you could be like, yeah, I guess your boss was having a bad day, but hey, try harder. Is there anything good about this boss? The boss like anybody? You know, is this boss somebody who's going to really set you up to have like a good reference letter? How'd you find the boss? Let's focus on the positive. If every day the kid comes in and says, my boss, you know, not only says my PowerPoint is trash, but also that I look like trash, and then say, listen, why don't you get another internship? Sounds like this is a difficult person. But if you constantly conflate um, something like a raised voice or one negative comment with the idea that your child is being abused and harmed by uh, an egregiously acting, aggressive, crazy person, then your child not only will not do well with their other parent, but will not do well with anyone who does not have an extremely soft, gentle, overly deferential personality, which is at least, you know, 50% of the world and should be at least 50% of the world, right? Because everybody should not have the same personality. That's a crazy thought. And the idea that everybody should treat any situation the same is just nonsensical. People are all along the bell curve in terms of how they act. So why don't you think about this idea, share it with your partner, and really be open with whether you have been respectful of different sorts of ways of approaching the kids, you know, or whether you have acted like one parent, usually the man's personality, is um, just terrible and needs to be worked on at every turn when really they fall within normal normal personality type and the child knows that the parent loves them. Now, if the child doesn't think that the parent loves them, if you see the child being totally scared constantly of this parent and they don't want to be left alone ever and, you know, like you, here's a real key one. If your child acts like, um, even when they're getting something good, so like even if dad says, hey, come on, I'll take you for ice cream, the kid still doesn't want to go then there's a problem, you know, then there's something going on. But if the kid is cool whenever dad's doing exactly what the kid likes, but then the kid, when the dad says to do something that the kid doesn't want to do, then the kid says dad is mean. Well, then dad's mean because definitionally he's not doing what I want. That is something to still respect a different personality. You will know if you have a child that totally hates and fears another parent. This is not the usual situation unless... By the way, just as a corollary to this, that sometimes happens when there's intense marital conflict and a child allies with one parent. So this is a situation where dad is maybe a totally nice guy. Yeah, he has a temper sometimes, but nothing out of the norm. But the fighting between mom and dad is so severe and the child is allied with mom so much that dad, whatever dad does, he seems like a tremendous villain. And then that will be the situation where he doesn't want to even go with dad for ice cream. But this doesn't have to do with dad being an abusive parent. It has to do with the fact of both parents being abusive in the fact that they are allowing their child to be exposed to so much marital conflict. Um, So I can actually link to that too. I'll link to that uh, article too about exposing your kids to marital conflict constantly is abusive. 
All right, so discuss this with your parent, uh, parent, <laughs> partner, and uh, hopefully gave you some food for thought, something to think about in a new way, and have a great day, everyone.